it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for joining us for this episode of New Horizons. On the 14th of December was held the annual general meeting of Blind Citizens Australia, a very important event in the Blind Citizens Australia annual calendar of events. To give us a bit of a rundown of what happened at that meeting and some of the highlights from this year, here's BCA President Fiona Woods. Fiona, thanks once again for joining us. We just had the uh, annual general meeting of Blind Citizens Australia. Tell us a little bit about some of the highlights from that meeting. Well, thanks, Vaughan. It's um, one of the biggest events for the year, really, for an organisation, their annual general meeting. And really, for me, one of the biggest highlights was the fact that we had 65 people attend, which is quite a remarkable result for an organisation that's not all that large. And it was on a Thursday just before Christmas. So I think that says a lot about the involvement of the members. And the members that attended, there was, you know, a range of former leaders and people who've been members for a long, long time and other people who I know have really started to get involved in BCA activities more recently. And, and to me, that's a highlight um, that shows that we're connecting well with members and that members are really interested in what we're doing. So, of course, at the AGM, you're reflecting on the financial year that finished at the end of June. So in some ways, it seems like a long time ago. Um, it, we recorded a surplus um, this year as compared with other years. Um, 187,000 was our surplus of operating activities. Um, and that's always a pleasing thing to do. And uh, although I would say that as our treasurer, Andrew Webster, pointed out in his report, some years you have bumpy years and some years you have leaner years. So certainly... Um, when we won't be resting on our laurels and saying, oh, well, you know, it's all it's all good now because we're an organisation that depends on project funding very much um, and requires careful management at all times to, to try and make, it, make sure we can do what we need to do. Um, of course, another highlight there is donations and we receive donations from many organisations and members particularly. Um, we even received donations on the on the night for attending from some members. Um, and there was a report from the Jeffrey Blythe Foundation that reported on their results and their contribution to our organisation as well. Um, which leads me to another highlight of the of the evening, which um, was the announcement that a, a memorandum of understanding has been agreed to between the boards of the Jeffrey Blythe Foundation and Blind Citizens Australia to do a little bit of work around um, employing a fundraiser to make the JBF more visible on our website, to um, sponsor some scholarships in the years to come and also to work with our, our donors to make sure that people are aware of both ways of contributing to BCA either directly through BCA or by making a an investment to the capital of the Jeffrey Blythe Foundation. There were a few other things that uh, happened at the AGM, but one thing that didn't happen was an election for board members. We have discussed this briefly on the program, but perhaps you could outline uh, who the new board and New South Wales ACT State Division Committees, etc. are. We didn't need an election this year because we had sufficient numbers for the, for the number of vacancies. So we have um, Andrew Webster and Helen Ferris were returned to the board. They, they've renominated. Uh, Lee Chong, who had been on the board as a casual vacancy, she's been um, she's now officially appointed, and uh, we have two new board members who are Robin McKenzie 
and Neil Hoof, who you've interviewed on this program, and I encourage people to go and listen to those ones if they haven't listened to them previously. Um, we also have the New South Wales ACT State Division Committee and Christy Quigg and Susan Thompson restored for that committee and will be on it again. And Stephen Belbin has also um, joined that committee now. We do have a vacancy for an ACT representative on that committee. If people are interested, they certainly could get in, in touch with BCA and um, we would be interested in, in getting someone for that role. And uh, the National Policy Committee, which uh, was hitherto known as the National Policy Council. Tell us a little bit about the need for that change and uh, who the new members are. The name change really resulted from the members of the National Policy Committee or Council, as it was, saying that they thought that it was a sort of a forbidding title, that it made it sound a bit old-fashioned, and mostly those members were quite keen for it to be a committee, and then it's in line with all our other committees. So we've, it, it, the Constitution changed the name to the committee. Um, we also, in recent years, changed the process for electing people to that because we found it hard to get people to stand for election. So we now have a system of expression of interest um, people express interest. There's a nominations committee that basically, you know, checks those people are, are the sort of people that, you know, have said the right things and, and are eligible to be on there. Um, and so we have some new members on there. We have, uh, well, Robert Altamore is continuing on, on that committee. Uh, we have Ross Herford from Queensland. Um, uh, we also have Deborah Simons from Victoria and Stephanie Sullivan. And I have temporarily forgotten where she's from, but she's a, a young member who's coming on to the NPC for the first time and so um, we're really excited to have so many new people joining the NPC and but we also of course thank uh, Michael James for stepping down from the NPC and I'd like to thank him for his work and Neil Huth was on the NPC so he's stepping stepping down in that role and has um, moved to the board. And someone else who's stepping down from that committee and from the board is the previous chair of that committee, Prue Watt. That's right and Prue Watt has been on the board for around seven years. She came on as a casual vacancy um, and then was elected uh, for two terms, but has decided that um, she's given a lot to BCA and it's time to do something different. And we really thank Prue for all the work she's done, particularly on the NPC as a chair. It's it's a, quite a big role and quite a demanding role. And that the work that she did as chair as that was well on, on display at BCA Connect on Policy earlier this year. From your perspective, what are some of the key highlights throughout the last, uh, well, through that financial year, but also in the last six months? Um, this is a very small highlight, but a personal demonstration, I suppose. Recently, I had to uh, renew my permit for the national parks, um, which allows me free entry. And I rang up and was previously, you had to always say, this is my car and this is my registration number. This time I rang up and they, I was able to say, I don't have my own car, I don't drive. And they said, oh, you want an unlocked uh, permit? And I was able to get that issued without any problems. And I know that's as a result of BCA's advocacy that, that, that a lot of work's been done in New South Wales to make that happen. So I know that's a very personal demonstration. For, for me, that's just an example of um, the sort of things that BCA does all the time. But in terms of the, the bigger things, obviously in this year, there's been a lot of uh, work around the NDIS investigation commission and BCA worked um, a lot on that. And one of the highlights for me was being able to attend the consultation in Sydney, um, where there are over 20 people came together on a, a day in the middle of the week to talk about the NDIS and all the things that, that we liked and didn't like about it. And just members being able to gather was a really highlight. Um, the Royal Commission report 
obviously also is a sobering highlight, but has been a, a really significant opportunity for people to tell their stories and um, to have an opportunity of recording what it's like for a person with disability in Australia in, in this time. And that's a historic thing that people with disability fought very hard for and will serve as a really valuable um, reservoir of knowledge and information that, that can be drawn on for many years to come. And as someone who's studied history, I think those things are really important that they get recorded. What do you think are the key aspects of the Disability Royal Commission that relate to BCA specifically? Well, I think the key aspect that there be an act specifically about around disability rights, I think that that would be a significant thing, obviously, for everybody. Um, and as part of that, BCA, uh, there's some a lot of talk about um, the importance of advocacy and the need to support organisations that advocate for people with disability, which is directly relevant to BCA. And, you know, obviously we're hoping for there's funding around that, but also to have that role recognised as how crucial that is for people in their everyday lives. And there's also some recommendations around strategies for um, producing documents in alternate formats for communication with, with people of all sorts of um, requirements for communication and that that's also obviously very important to BCA because a lot of the things we advocate for are around being able to access the information that everyone else just receives. I wonder whether there might be a fee-for-service opportunity there for uh, BCA to get involved uh, in that area. My understanding is that at the moment the infrastructure that is in place for Braille and large print formatting has a significant waiting list and, uh, you know, I'm wondering whether there might be an opportunity for employment there. I think also the idea that there should be a standard understanding of what alternate format means because recently I've seen a few things that say this should be produced in all, at least two alternate formats, which I, I'm not quite sure whose needs that meets. I suppose it might need two groups of people, but, you know, do you, who do you pick? There are so many alternate formats that are useful for so many di different groups of people, including captioning, Auslan, Braille, large print, audio. Uh, that's five just right there. Uh, and that's only, and then you've got easy read and yeah, plain English, all of those things. So I don't know how many alternate formats there are, but I reckon there'd be at least 10. So, you know, to, to say it should be produced in one or two alternate formats is, is, you know, the coward's way out, I think of it. We're coming to the end of the year very quickly. In fact, we're only just a few days out from Christmas. Blind Citizens Australia will be closing down over the Christmas period. Tell us about that. Yeah, Blind Citizens Australia everyone will be taking a rest from Friday this week and they'll be returning freshly rejuvenated on the 8th of January. So that's uh, a little bit over a week and a half. No board meetings during that time, I imagine? Um, no, well, I'm hoping not. There is one this evening. We'll be meeting this evening actually quickly to uh, point our offices uh, for the year because we're not actually due to meet until the end, quite near the end of January, and so it's probably important to have some people in place. Um, in those roles and excitingly we're hosting we're, we're holding an in-person board meeting at the start of february and the staff will also be meeting in melbourne in the start of february so that's a really exciting highlight coming up for the start of next year yeah that's excellent it's always good to be able to get together and meet personally and get to know each other a little bit better fiona just before we finish up this is uh, effectively your last year in this current term of your presidency what will you be working on over the coming year that uh, really gets you uh, gets you going 
Well, I will be working closely with, um, you know, helping Deb, our new CEO, who hasn't really been in the role too long. So I'll be working with her to get her established in that role, which she's already hit the ground running. Um, but, you know, I'll be um, supporting her through that. Uh, we have, I think I've worked out, we have four board members in their first term. So I'm really looking forward to supporting them to learn about their roles and explore the sort of things that they have and also to start benefiting from the skills that they're bringing to their roles. Um, I'm looking forward to us working on our reconciliation action plan. We'll be starting work on that and getting that going. Um, and I'm also really hoping that some of the many grants that we've applied for will, will bear fruit and we'll be able to start up um, or continue some of our great projects. So um, beyond that, um, as you've said before, I'm looking forward to seeing what the government's recommendations are around the Royal Commission report and of course the NDIS review and um, just connecting with members, finding out what members want and um, doing more of what BCA does, which is advocating for the needs of people who are blind and vision impaired and representing them. Fiona Woods there, President of Blind Citizens Australia. If you'd like to know more, check out the BCA website. Next week's episode of New Horizons will be the last episode for the year. We'll be taking a bit of a break for a couple of weeks and we'll be back in late January. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, remember that the office is closed until the 8th of January. You can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. You can ring and leave a message, and I'm sure someone will get back to you once the office reopens. 1-800-033-660 is the telephone number, 1-800-033-660. I wish you all the best for the end of year season and the new year. I'll talk to you again next week we'll achieve the realization of a dream of our dream